Okay, so hi, Julian, from the other side of the world, actually, and that's the beauty of the internet. And welcome to the Back to Your Future social experiment. I'm not sure I've ever seen anything like this before, so I'm really hoping that I can sell this to the media channels at some point in the future for lots of money. And uh, you, can, you can obviously have some of the royalties if it does, but um, welcome and thank you for agreeing to do this. Um, a bit about you, uh, we've spoken a few times now, and you've been in the media industry, you live in Thailand obviously, you have done for 20 years, and um, around the media industry and, and journalism for a very long time, but uh, you've got an interesting background, which is, which is what fascinated me in Afghanistan and things, so do you want to dive into your backstory a little bit deeper and tell us about yourself? Well, yeah, thanks. I mean, it's great to be on the call, Martin. Um, yeah, um, basically, uh, my background, I'm an award-winning journalist who is also running an online business that helps people actually gain financial security. Uh, but I started out as a journalist way back in 1981, uh, wow. covering the war in Afghanistan. And this was essentially uh, me going as a freelancer and contacting the Mujahideen and going over the mountains into Afghanistan to report on the war. But I mean, I was a complete newbie at that time. I, you know, I, I really was just learning from, from scratch. Um, and gradually, over the years, I started to build up my expertise in terms of that it was also a gradual process building up as a as a freelancer and uh, that took a little bit of time a little bit of time to get going but luckily I had some good breaks um, I got to go on assignment with CBS TV news to Afghanistan in 1984 um, and that was really gave me a big push because after that I was able to actually um, uh, be um, employed as the director of an information office for the media in London, helping journalists understand the war in Afghanistan. And that, that's back in the 1980s, you know, and that's wow. when you know, there was the Cold War going on and all that sort of thing. Um, and, and since that time, I've gradually built my um, reputation uh, to a point where you know I, I won an award uh, for my reporting uh, I've also been in a role as a um, as an editor as well so I've run a couple of um, news agencies as a managing editor editor that side and then now what I'm doing is essentially helping people in an online capacity as an online trainer to help them basically um, uh, you know build security uh, financially uh, and also just in terms of sort of a more holistic approach in terms of these difficult times we're facing because I don't need to tell you right now you know things are not easy we've just been through or we're still in the process of a coronavirus scare um, there are riots in America at the moment there's a lot of instability and the whole um, employment and business scene is changing and people don't understand that People don't really recognize, they think they're going to go back to, a, to a, uh, you know, what it was like before. Um, but this sort of so-called new normal, which is really a sort of catchphrase thing, is something that people need to get a handle on to understand how they have, need to upgrade their skills and really um, understand what's going on in order to position themselves better you know, financially, in, in terms of employment, in terms of career, that sort of thing. And I feel a lot of people do not understand this. And so that's basically my job as a, you know, an online trainer is to help people with that. 
I love that, and I love the um, the fact that you're looking holistically across people's lives and, and seeing what they're doing now and saying, okay, well, what about the next five years, the next 10 years? And you and I talked about this as well. There's the turmoil, and it's not because of coronavirus. There's a lot of other stuff uh, going in the mix as well. So uh, I think it's fantastic, and it's a, a really good business opportunity for people to get in touch with you. So, And the other thing I was going to say as well, your history and the photographs, some of the photographs that you've got as well of mm -hmm. Afghanistan are just incredible. So they've got a massive story behind them. So I love seeing them when you post them as well. But amazing story thank you um so yes you be first question it's going to be a mix of business and some really good fun ones as well because we can't have all boring business um you've been in media game obviously many years you must have seen some really dramatic changes over the decades going from print and i don't know telegraph maybe in the 80s um to where we are now what are the big changes that you've seen well, I, actually, I, I mean, you're asking me that question, and I think I'd like to just briefly focus on where we're at today. And I do feel that the journalism um, field is very um, problematic at the moment. We've, really? we've got a mainstream media that's not really reporting properly. It's more like a propaganda machine. Um, sounds a bit like Donald Trump <laughs> rattling about <laughs> fake news. But no, well, what I mean, though, is that I'm not... not so, suggesting that I'm any better than anybody else. Um, but really the questions are not being asked about the current situation. So we have seen that change over the last you know, couple of decades or so from, you know, from going from print to very much online to visual, that type of thing. Um, but right now, uh, I would suggest the journalists are caught up in this immediate 24 seven uh, fast response type um, position and they're not doing enough in terms of analysis about what's really going on whether it's with you know coronavirus um, and there are really serious concerns about the media coverage of that or whether it's with the current riots I mean I'm not sure when this video will go out but you know we're in the state state of affairs where really things are pretty bad in the United States you know there's um, yeah, there's all sorts of clashing on the streets, the, the riots going on. Uh, what's behind this? And it's not being covered effectively. Mm. So th there's a problem there. You know, there are a few investigative journalists who are out there doing some good work, but they tend to be sort of on the sidelines. They tend to be seen as fringe media. Um, they are often not taken seriously, whereas what we see from BBC or CNN is really not necessarily telling us the full truth. So. That's a big concern, I would suggest. They need the viewership, don't they? Yeah, they, they do. But also, I think they're playing to a um, to to basically an agenda with regards to this. Um, it's also partly due to funding. It's partly partly due to advertising, all that sort of thing. And so, you know, they have to play to uh, to the agenda that their supporters or their you know the financial supporters actually. Yeah. Um, provide so it's it's problematic so we're not really getting the full uh truth about what's going on yeah. um and actually if you know what's going on which is what i i actually do i i research into this you'll be shocked probably by what you find out so um it, it's a little bit disappointing at the moment yeah no i really appreciate that and uh, the honesty as well because you're in the industry so yeah that that honest viewpoint is really refreshing to see okay so the first fun question then is 
do you miss you've been gone donkey's year so do you miss anything or can you get everything like pg tips that from the uk or westernized um, stuff that you can't get out there maybe well, actually, I mean, it's a good question, and, and, and uh, I know it's a fun question, basically, but I've only been out here now for, what, over two, two decades now, um, and I can get anything I want in terms of just ordinary food, and my wife is very careful to make sure she keeps me well fed, uh, mm -hmm. so really don't miss anything and we've got great we've got great cheese here we've got great you know meat here we've got all sorts of things you need any crappy um, tv that you used to watch that you may want out there no actually i think i mean judging by what i see occasionally with with the material you can get online in terms of you know uk tv and that sort of thing i don't think i'm missing too much in fact my wife and i we don't have a tv anymore we used to um, but now basically I'm sort of focused on online. I work on my computer all day and whatever um, and really don't miss anything in terms of what, what the TVs really provide. Maybe the occasional documentary would be nice to see, but that's, that's about it. Yeah, I think, yeah, and um, back to your point about not needing a TV, your phone is the TV, your phone is everything now, and uh, your laptop or your computer or whatever, you can watch whatever from wherever, can't you? So that's your TV. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you've got so much at your fingertips. And that's part of the problem we face today. There's so much at your fingertips. There's so much uh, information out there. There's so much misinformation out there. And therefore, sometimes it just gets overwhelming. And actually, the last few months have been pretty overwhelming for me because there's been, I've been looking into the coronavirus uh, situation for, you know, the background to it. And also now with the riots, it's all just, you're just inundated with all this. You know, and it's all very, very negative, and you almost have to make an effort to uh, to look for positive things. You know, to focus on the positive, and I think you know we have to actively do that to put ourselves in the right frame of mind. Frankly, going forward, yeah, definitely, totally agree with that. Okay, so speaking of living in a different country, then. Um, have you noticed, and is it really difficult to do business in, in Thailand, for example, or internationally, or because of the internet now, maybe it's easier for you? No, I mean, I basically I'm pretty much working online, so I'm focused on things online. So in terms of me, it's more reaching out to a uh, an international audience, like in the UK, like in um, the US, that type of thing. So there's not really a problem. Uh, Thailand's actually pretty modern nowadays. Um, it's in fact, in some respects, it's more modern than the UK. Um, if you look at some of the, the, you know, the infrastructure, the roads, that sort of thing, it, it's more modern than the UK. You, you come to, you know, I pop back to the UK occasionally and I'm actually sort of quite shocked by how almost backward it is compared to all these big mouths that you have here, compared to the big roads that we have here, that type of thing. I mean, it's nice when you're in the UK, there's some beautiful countryside, you know, great places, great history. Um, but, you know, Thailand's got an awful lot to offer, actually, at this particular point. I mean, it's an amazing place, and I visited uh, a few places out there, and, uh, yeah, that was early 2000s, and I thought it was great then. But, uh, yeah, I can only imagine what it's like now. So, uh, brilliant. And that's the beauty of online business, isn't it? You're not bound by the location. That laptop lifestyle that we don't like to promote, but technically it is, you can be anywhere. Yeah, you can be anywhere, and I think... Um, all I would say with regards to that is I think you can be anywhere, but you need to have be grounded in a good solid business 
it's no good just thinking, oh, I'm going to, you know, grab the, the laptop lifestyle, disappear off to Bali or something or to the, the Thai beaches or something uh, without a real plan and without a real business because you'll get there and you'll run out of ideas. You won't be up to speed. Um, you'll be spending money and therefore, you know, it's not going to be so easy. So we've got to be a bit careful about encouraging people to take up the laptop, you know, the laptop lifestyle without them having a solid business. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Okay, the next question is, um, we've alluded to the turmoil that's going on, and I know you've got ideas on this because we chatted about it before, but what do you think the future is for the next five years of the economies, you know, um, businesses, the world in general, and it's not only because of coronavirus, things go in, in cycles and booms and busts, don't they? So what, what do you think is going to happen in the next five years, and how is that going to affect your businesses and online businesses, etc. Well, I think that the, the, the challenge we face here is we've got a, like almost like a double whammy, okay? What I mean by that is we have these crises, you know, the coronavirus, we've got the, the instability in terms of riots in the US and, that, you know, that's spreading a little bit around the world, that type of thing. But that's coupled with uh, an economy, a, a world financial economy that's about to collapse. So we're looking at a serious depression going forward. Okay, even even if someone like Donald Trump is saying, oh, you know, the, the economy is really great and that sort of thing, it's a bubble. It's a bubble about to burst. We've always we've known about this for a long time. If we talk to the uh, you know the experts, they've been you know saying basically that this is all going to come crashing down. Um, and so we're looking at a potential uh, financial reset um, prompted by um, Trump in the White House. Uh, this year, probably, or in fact, very soon. Uh, but going forward, I mean, we're going to look at a lot of instability, a lot of um, problems with unemployment. Um, we're also looking at a situation where it's very difficult for, for businesses, certain businesses to, to thrive, you know. Um, small businesses as well, there's going to be problems with regards to that. Um, hopefully, people will get over this, this um, coronavirus scare and try to get back to normal proper normal, I don't mean social distancing normal, get over that yeah. uh, because you can't run society on social distancing. It won't work, okay? And, and it's, a, it's a facade. It's a facade in terms of what um, certain powers that be want to bring in. So we have to be very careful about that. Um, and then going forward, we're also looking at a situation where basically we're gonna see much more automation, we're gonna see a lot more AI, we're going to see a lot more um, uh, movement into the internet of things. And whilst there are certain positives about that, there are a number of negatives. And we, as, as just ordinary people, as business people, that type of thing, we have to be very well aware that there's serious dangers concerned with all this. Um, so we've got to watch out. The next five years are going to be very problematic. And in fact, I've started a, a video series on YouTube where I'm looking at the, the 2020s, this decade, um, and saying to people, you've got to watch out. You need to understand what's happening. If you understand what's happening, what's happening behind the scenes, then you're going to be in a better position to actually be able to run your business, uh, to be able to function in society and to, you know, stay should we say as autonomous as possible? Because I think we, 
we want to be in a position where we are uh, financially secure and also um, literally uh, secure in terms of our own ability to do what we want to do. We don't want to be bound by governments. We don't want to be bound by uh, the system uh, so that we have very limited um, leeway to move. So it's going to be quite challenging for people, I would suggest. Yeah. And that falls perfectly. It segues into your business idea of teaching people and coaching them on asset allocation and wealth creation, because it, the idea of delayed gratification is, is, not high on people's agendas is it it's like you know they can get free credit they can get easy credit but money supply is going away it's going to be really challenging and your company is a fantastic idea to play into that yeah i mean basically it's something where essentially i mean at the moment i'm just providing you know free advice to people in terms of this um i will develop a um, you know, products going forward to help people. But in, in essence, I mean, I run online groups where we look at, um, you know, the asset accumulation, that type of thing. We take a lot from the, 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 the advice of someone like Robert Kiyosaki, you know, rich dad, poor dad, um, author, that yep. type of idea. Basically, you know, building looking to savings, looking to investments, but the right types of investments. And so um, the problem nowadays is people are not, they're not thinking about saving very much. They're not thinking about building assets and they don't recognize that should we get into a serious financial uh, situation and if there's hyperinflation, you know, the value of their, their pounds or their dollars or their euros is going to go slump. And yeah. they need to have certain assets to ride through these troubled times um you know and and that's the challenge it's a challenge it's it's more of a it's it's more of an educational challenge um it, it's more of sort of like I, I try to help people discover what the opportunities are for people so very important i think for people to to get a, a grip on that and sometimes they don't understand it um yeah. you know, sometimes they talk about gold or i talk about cryptocurrencies people don't understand it so they think, oh, I'm, I'm secure. Oh, I've got a pension coming. Oh, you know, the government will look after me. Well, I'm not so sure about that, you know? Nope. So I think it's better that we, you help people just become more autonomous. That's the basic underlying um, uh, theme with this. Totally, totally agree with that. Yep, I can resonate with that. Okay, so the next fun question is, you have been out there a long time and to various other places. You must have eaten some weird and wonderful things around the world. Um, is there anything that, that you can tell us that you think, oh my God, that's repulsive, that is going to make me vomit? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I mean, one of the things that, that um, quite a lot of Thais like is um, roasted insects. You have all sorts of different types of roasted insects, things that you think, oh my goodness, would you really eat that and ants, eggs and all that type of thing. Funnily enough, you know, there's a movement around the world to actually encourage people to actually take that on rather than eating meat. So, you know, that, that sounds a bit repulsive, but actually, you know, some people might start to actually investigate that sort of thing. So I, I would think that's the most important thing. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, you've been around um, the online marketing space and business for 10 years, which is quite a long time in, in the digital world. Um, it must have changed massively as well. So feeding on from the previous question where you, the media has probably shifted massively in 10 years, has, 
has the online space shifted in in that last decade and what what do you think the next 10 years is going to be like machine learning ai all of that kind of stuff what what is your viewpoint on the next decade yeah well i, I think as you you probably know yourself martin um the there's a bit of a challenge in terms of um, people coming online to build a business. What, what I mean by that is, is a lot of people come online very often with a get rich quick type attitude, uh, looking to make the big bucks, wooed in by, oh, you know, make 10, 10 grand a month, that type of thing, or become a millionaire. And it's not easy to get get going with that. There are certain things where you can work, say, as an affiliate marketer, great you know you can work on that if you build your your marketing machine <laughs> to to do that to reach out to people if you get that right then maybe you can make it work um but i i would suggest and and this is from my own personal experience because it's not been an easy ride for me um is that you work towards uh, your own strengths you work towards uh, developing your own niche or your own products that type of thing, rather than just jumping on the bandwagon and saying, oh, I'm just going to be an internet marketer or something. Because there are an awful lot of people doing that. And what you find with that sometimes is it's, it's a sort of endless hamster wheel type environment where you're constantly advertising to bring in new people. You're trying to build your email list, as, as I'm sure your viewers understand. You're trying to build your email list. Um, but it's a bit of a struggle and you're spending a lot of money on, on paid ads, that type of thing. Um, it, it's probably good to look at what's my strengths, what I'm really keen on, what am I what would I do even if I wasn't getting paid? You know, that type of thing. Maybe you've got skill, maybe you, you're, you know, a fitness instructor and you want to then, you know, leverage that and, and come online. That type of thing makes, makes a lot of sense. And I think what we'll see, and the coronavirus is in a way with the lockdown has prompted people to come more online. And so there was already a suggestion, a big suggestion that this was gonna become a big, big industry online, you know. But that's also prompted people to look at this and say, oh, I think I should get involved in, in some sort of online business. Could, might be just a side hustle might be something where you're just bringing in extra 500 pounds or you know a month as a side hustle or it might be something where oh i want this to um to build it to such a point where i can actually you know give up my job or i can focus full time on this and so you know there are great opportunities there but we are going to see a lot of changes a lot a lot of things are going to happen that will make it easier for us online uh, marketers or online business people to just do the job of getting the right things out there. You know, there's so much automation now mm -hmm. that it's easy to, you know, to automate a lot of what you're doing, you know? So there are opportunities there, um, but look at the statistics in terms of people that come online and fail. Uh, and just bear that in mind. I mean, it's something like 95% of people that come online actually really don't make it. So you've got to look at that and then say, well, okay, what should I focus on? and you know maybe maybe play to your strengths i think that's exactly the point isn't it and uh, something that's going to be enduring um you can find something that might be the hot thing at the moment but if it's not your passion then that will wear thin if you're not actually that interested in the product that you're selling or, or pushing in in five years time so it's got to be something that that drives you as well isn't it so yeah cool great stuff and that segues nicely into the next question which is about um new people coming into the industry, um, 
would you suggest that they do affiliate marketing first or would you think that they could then maybe they've got their own products and services that they can then bring if they're a traditional brick and mortar business they might already have an online presence or they may not but um what would you suggest they focus on affiliate marketing or um building their own products and services what what would you suggest for somebody new i think this is a good question because in part um if, if i think about myself when i came into the industry 10 years ago um in a way i came in with an employee mindset not an entrepreneurial mindset. So I, I was, I'd studied business at college before I became a journalist, but that didn't teach me how to become an entrepreneur. So what, what's good to focus on is how to become an entrepreneur. Okay. And what I see, and I, I'm, I'm involved with certain online groups is the people that are sort of riding the storm, should we say, are the people who are bricks and mortar business people. They understand business. And so what you need to get your hand, you know, your head around is having that mindset to be an entrepreneur. Um, sure, there's some, there's some good um, affiliate marketing options out there, including a lot of training, a lot of very good training. But what you find is an awful lot of people get into that wheel of doing that. They've got a lot of training, but they don't necessarily see it through. So they get so far and they find oh i can't really get wrap my head around email marketing you know or what am i going to write every day so they 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 start to to fade you know or they they don't like making videos or something like that and and that's a useful way to reach out to people you know and therefore they fade and so it, it's a challenge there so probably the thing to do is to look a little bit more at what excites me what could i really you know even if they don't know that particular mm. business yeah could i learn this could i really get into this and, and can i make that sort of work you know um i mean for example i, I was just looking at a, on a, at a video on on youtube where there's this husband and wife yoga um couple okay and they know their yoga they're really good they're very snappish and they they've got some great videos it's very professionally done but they're building on that platform that they know yoga and they're teaching it in an you know an easy to understand way uh they look attractive you know yeah. there's sort of you know handsome guy pretty pretty wife that type of thing but you know they're building on that and therefore they are able to be in any part of the world and to run their online business so their core thing there is is yoga and mm -hmm. so same with with what you might want you know if you just come in there think oh i want to make a few few bucks that may not work you know unless you really really work the the system to learn all the skills the marketing all that type of thing uh, you learn how to do webinars you learn how to email market you need you learn how to make videos you do all that type of thing if you don't have something that you're really passionate about you may find it's difficult yeah totally agree with that as well okay so as a trained journalist then do you think that helps you with marketing online and online business um to some extent in that i can write emails very quickly i can make them sound interesting and catchy that type of thing um i'm okay with making videos as well i've got some you know visual uh, understanding as well so that's useful um and a little bit have an understanding of, of telling stories mm. and that's what it comes down to very often 
telling stories, if you can get good at telling stories, and it can be a very personal story, people yep. can deal with that, they can relate with that, and therefore they think, oh, I'd like to follow this person. You know, if you can tell stories, that, that's good. But it doesn't necessarily mean that because I'm a, you know, a good journalist, I mean, I, I hope, I'd like to think of myself as a good journalist, um, that I will be good at marketing. Okay, it doesn't necessarily translate at all. And so one has to put in that extra bit of effort to um, focus in on that mar those marketing skills, focus in on, I mean, even things like just keeping organized and making sure you're following up with people, making sure you're reaching out to people in the right way. And you're not hyping things up, you're not overselling, you're not spamming people. We're now living in a day and age where a more, I mean, they call it native advertising, but basically you're, you're in an environment where you, you, you need to tell stories and then people maybe will gravitate to you, not just spam a link to somebody and say, hey, buy my stuff, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not gonna work nowadays. Yeah, that yeah. no like and trust factor. You've got to breed um, breed relationships over a period of time, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because in I mean the no like and trust thing. Um, I mean, I, you, you know, it doesn't necessarily come naturally to me to be pushing myself out there for being sort of promoting myself and that type of thing because you know in the past it's it was focus on journalism, you know, focus on the story, that type of thing. You're out of the picture. You know, but today um, it really does help if you have a persona of some sort, if you let people know your, your strengths and weaknesses, you know, you've got a story to tell, you know, the, the so-called hero's journey type yeah. of thing. If you've got a story to tell, and everybody's got a story to tell, I would suggest, um, you can then help, you know, people get to know, like, and trust you, and therefore maybe they'll say, oh, well, I feel comfortable enough to... to with this person yeah i'll sign up for a free course e even getting that first email sign up absolutely for a free absolutely. product is you know a certain hurdle to get over that people will actually say oh well, let, let's just sign up to take a look and then the people get to use to you and then hopefully after that then they'll they'll actually buy a, a paid product at some some point in the future yeah yeah absolutely totally um the next question question nine then is about scammers, we just touched on it and you mentioned it. And uh, do you think that that is still going on? Um, people are drawn in by shiny object syndrome as we know it. And, um, or do you think it's a thing of the past? Have you, have you come across many or any of them recently out there? Yeah, there's still a lot of scammers out there. And it, it's, it, it, there's two elements to it, I would suggest. One is people that are just throwing their product in your face. So just directly contacting you. No, no, no little chit chat before you get started. Something <laughs> comes into your messenger thing. Hey, I'm into cryptocurrency. Are you interested type of thing? Rather than developing some sort of relationship with the person. So you've got the sort of direct approach, which tends to put off you know, 95% of people anyway, so there's that. But then there's also the malicious scammers who want to take, get your money. So they literally will, you know, try to get you signed up for a, what looks like a, 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 a genuine account for a particular company or something. And they want you to put in your, your payment details, that type of thing, to then, you know, take some of your money, that type of thing. That's the sort of malicious scammers. And people need to be a little bit careful on that. People need to do their, their research and just be a little bit standoffish in terms of, you know, what they click on, um, what they sign up for, 
um, do a little bit of checking around. But, but, and this is important, I think, sometimes when you do a Google search on a particular company, you'll get scam, scam, scam. Okay. And, it's the and, and sometimes it's because those particular people that are posting that particular video saying it's a scam actually wants you to come into on their link. They want you yeah. to sign up with them. So they'll say, yeah. is yeah. it a scam? And actually they'll say, walk you through and say, no, it's not a scam. Sign up with me. Yeah. So immediately yeah. you're thinking if you're just new to this, oh, it's a scam. I'm not going near this rather than you know recognizing that sometimes this is just a technique that people use and then there are other people that will say oh that company is a scam come and join my company it's much better so we have to be very careful and, and unfortunately you know most of the, of, of the public don't understand this and so if they're very new to this and they're very new to the online space in terms of you know um you know, internet marketing, that type of thing, companies, whatever's being offered, uh, they will be put off by, you know, this, you know, scam, 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 um, when in fact that company could be very, um, very good, legitimate, uh, offer something that could literally change their life, you know, literally in some cases, and yet you're put off because you see, oh, it, my Google search says it's a scam, therefore I'm not going to follow up, which is, which is a pity. I think it goes back to that no like and trust as well, doesn't it? Because um, I, I don't do the cold type stuff. And uh, so I'm building relationships with people over a period of time. And then every now and then, uh, I don't know if you've read it. I haven't, but I know the principle of it. But Gary Vaynerchuk's book, um, Jab, 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 Right Hook, you know, let's market valuable content to people two or three times. And then every fourth, fifth, sixth time or whatever, give them an offer no pressure they can either buy it or they don't have to so that that's my approach anyway so yeah totally agree with that and uh, yeah i'm hoping that the industry is getting more locked down that these scammers are being forced out yes yes i mean hopefully um and, and i think you know that that no like and trust element is important if if people can get to know you um and then they sort of feel oh this this person's got something to say um you know then then they will come in because they do do actually trust you so that is an important element yeah brilliant we're on the final question can you believe it that's blown by so interesting thank you so much so um this is called the back to your future uh, social experiment i want to know where you think you'd like to be in a year's time and have you planned out the next five years because you know with all the turmoil that we're talking about um you might have had a, a pivot now and a rethink of what you'd like to do in the next five years but what what do you um what do you want to achieve in your businesses over the coming year and five years or whatever well i think it's basically it's a very simple sort of thing where i'm focused in on um helping people you know secure their future in very simple terms that type of thing so if we're looking at a year from now if we're looking at five years from now essentially just following that particular um uh, approach um and but also being a little bit more mobile because right now i'm in in thailand it's great to be here i can you know work from home it's wonderful in that respect, but my wife and I have always wanted to, to travel, do more, um, and we have done that at certain points over the last few years, but we'd like to do that more. And if, if we're in a position where the business allows us to be mobile, um, and also possibly the fact that you are mobile and you, you're doing a Facebook Live from, uh, from, you know, from Switzerland the one time, or from, you know, from London another time, or wherever, 
um, it's going to add a bit of spice to your story. And, to, and it will basically say, um, it will say to people, look, you can be anywhere um, and still, you know, have a, a good lifestyle. And so that's the sort of, you know, future that I'd like to see going forward. But in essence, if, if more and more people can, you know, get the message that I'm trying to, you know, get over that it's important to secure your future in these more troubled times. Um, and if they can get on the bandwagon with that, understand it, and they can change their lives for the better, that will, that will make me very happy because I think, you know, that's, that's what drives me. You know, I'll put out a lot of free material just simply because I want people to actually gain that message, you know, and, and I think that's, that, that will make me happy going forward. Okay, I mean, you know, it's nice to have the income coming in, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got to be able to fund, fund that travel, but still, that, that's the basic message, I think. Amazing, love it. And I can't wait to follow that journey as well at the same time. Thank you again so much. That is really interesting. And I'm sure we're going to see a lot more interesting in the years ahead as well. Um, interesting uh, topics and hopefully travel as well for you. But really appreciate that. Final question is, where can people find you online? What's the easiest way to reach out to you? Well, the, the easiest way is to um, just look for me on Facebook, Julian Gearing, okay, or to go to juliangearing.com. Okay, you can get there. But Facebook's you know, nowadays with all this sort of social media, that's the easiest way. You can just message me on Facebook um, if you want to have a chat and so forth, then no problems. We can set up Amazing. a call. Amazing. Thank you again. And I look forward to catching up really soon. Well, it's good to be on the call, Martin. Um, good fun. Okay. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>